Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 137. Got a really good topic lined up for you today. Before we get into our topic of visual cues versus verbal cues, we're going to talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus nine rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support everything fast pitch at the same time. And please, if you're in a position where you can, become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. When you get to the website, it's going to explain to you the three different levels of monthly support. Coach Don and I love the fact that we've got a great group of patrons that are supporting us now, uh, but we would love more of you to come on board. If you see value in what we're doing and you want to help support us keep this thing moving, uh, we would love for you to come on board as a patron. As always, we do appreciate it very much. Coach Don and I really do enjoy doing the podcast, Everything Fast Pitch and Coach Prep, but we want to keep it going, and the more support we can get, the better off we're going to be. So, Don, you're playing in a game. You're out there coaching away. And something needs to be addressed. Something needs to be adjusted. Something's not going quite your way. And the thing I wanted us to talk about is that we have choices from a coaching perspective. One is to talk about what we should be doing. And the second is to try to, with more of a visual cue, show our players what they should be doing. Now, some things lend themselves very easily to a visual cue. You can show them what you want them to do in, in their stance, or you can show them what you want them to do with their swing, or you can show them what, they, what you want them to do with their hands. You can kind of give them a, a visual cue, something that plants the seed of what it should look like and what we should be doing. Or we can give them the quick little, you know, Don, I need you to explanation. Right. And the reason I want us to talk about why the visual cue is better is you know, something that we've talked about you know, dozens of times on the Everything Fast Pitch podcast, and that's this old Chinese proverb that goes, if I do it, I learn it. If I see it, I remember it. If I hear it, I forget it. And so that proverb, I think, applies really clearly to this discussion. So the best thing we could have as a solution to something that's going wrong with our team is to do it, to practice it. Well, in a game setting tough, in between right? innings, you, know, you can't ask the other team to, hey, take a little break, you know, go grab a, a Coke. We're going to you know, use the field for 10 minutes to work on our rundown. But if my choice is, you know, well, Don, we need one throw and a quick tag, or we go to the chalkboard, we go to the whiteboard, and I draw you a picture of what it should look like, one definitely has more likelihood to stick and to have a chance to make an impression. If we have a player who we feel is not seeing the contact point well, and we say, well, you know, that inside pitch, you need to hit that further out front, or we pull her aside and we take a bat and we show her, you know, when we're seeing an inside pitch, this is really the contact point. This is where you should be, you know, trying to hit it. We could have them mirror what we just did with their own bat and say, okay, this is the point that we should really be trying to hit it. Here's where it's getting to. Here's where we need to be hitting it. The visual cue, the more of a way of planting that information a little bit more clearly to me, I think is something we all need to start looking for more opportunities to do 
and understanding that if we really want to make an instant change in what's happening, that's got a lot more likelihood of doing something positive than just the, let's have a quick little talk about it. Let's have a quick little huddle about it. You know, let's have a quick little seance about it and hope that the kids can you know, process what we said well enough that they're going to be able to do something with it. I like where you're going with all of this, Tori. And often it's something that we need to practice, you know, away from the game setting so that it can be effective uh, really quickly and easily in the game. But to me, you know, we talk about pressure, you know, our last podcast, we talked about how much pressure the kids have on them. And when we use visual cues rather than a verbal feedback with the kids, it's a lot more subtle. It's a lot more quiet and kind of easy for them to uh, receive it and not, you know, feel like the entire uh, park is going to be watching the next right. thing that they do to see if they did what we hollered out. If it's a little more subtle visual cue that they can pick up on and go, okay, I need to tighten up my hands, you know, or stay a little more compact in my swing. It's a little quicker pitching than I'm expecting, you know, or keep my head down when I'm fielding balls or whatever it might right. be. If it's kind of just between you and I and and you're giving me the signal, you know, hey, Don, you know, make sure your eyes stay all the way, but it's more of a visual cue, then I'm I'm a lot calmer than if you holler out, hey, Don, keep your eyes there. Make make sure you, you see it all the way. Then right. everybody goes, well, let's see if he does it. Right. You know? Yeah. No, and I think that that visual shorthand, visual uh, mm-hmm. cues is what we're talking about. Dan talked about this one before that um, if uh, you have a player that is easily like caught up in their own head. They're so distracted, so busy Rattled thinking about or... stuff that you have a little sign to them, you know, to, you know, to turn your mind off, to, to, you know, focus on what's at hand. You know, so instead of, as you said, yelling out, focus on the next pitch, focus on the next pitch. If you take your hat off and rub your hand through your hair, you, you, Be calm. you, you, po- yeah. you point at your nose or you rub your belly or whatever it is. They need you know, to know what that's, right, that, what that's that, signifying. That, that that's the visual cue to help them kind of still connect the dots to what it is that it's code, I guess is the best yeah. way to say it. You know, the roll you know, your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. So those kinds of things. And again, as we said earlier, you know, if it's a visual cue for something physical that we want them to do, if it's a picture that we draw, if it's a diagram that we use, if it's anything that engages the the mind in anything other than just listening and hearing, I think we're going to have a much more likelihood of success. And so, and we're not asking for you to have a some sort of you know high tech system in the dugout that you can watch video or whatever. You can just have a little, you know, pad of paper and a pencil. You can have a whiteboard with a a dry erase marker. You can, you know, have a, enough space just outside the dugout. Pull somebody aside and you know give them the visual cue that you want them to, see, you know, to sh- you know the example that of what you want. Reminds them of what you did in practice, right? You know, week or weeks before. Yeah. And the whole thing, you know, we we've talked about this so many times that it's hard to kind of even you know remember the whole talking is not coaching. Well, on game day, we talk ourselves into thinking that talking is coaching because we are convinced that, well, I can't do anything else. I can't stop and have practice right now. Well, no, you can't stop and have practice right now, but there's a lot of other more useful teaching methods that we can insert there besides just the conversation. Because the conversation, as we say all the time, if I hear it, I forget it. And especially when we're talking about a high-pressure situation. So if I'm screaming, Don, keep your hands up. Mm-hmm. from the third base box while you're getting ready to hit. I might as well be screaming, Don, you're never going to get a hit, so just go sit down because there's no chance in the world that you're going to be able to think of all this stuff right now and do it anyhow. Let's move this along. Yeah let's, yeah, let's just toss that bat to the next person and just stand there and see if you can get walked because all this stuff that I'm throwing at you has no chance of leading 
to success. So trying to simplify the system, come up with our way of communicating on game day that takes us away from the lecture, away from the discussion, and more towards the uh, simulation, the physical cues, the visual cues that are going to help us be a lot more successful. No, I think that's kind of a, a really subtle coaching technique, right? Yeah. That, that we can all practice and work on. And that, unfortunately, I don't think very many of us use. I mean, I can't tell you that I was doing this as a coach because, you know, we all talk ourselves into thinking, well, it's game day. I mean, we just, you know, I'm going to throw it at them. And if it, if it sticks, that's great. If it doesn't, well, at least I try. That's our last shot. Yeah. yeah. But it can, it can work for whether it's pitching cues, you know, if a, a pitching coach and, and the pitcher have, you know, that just little uh, communication right. without verbal. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's something like, you know, we know mechanically, let's say she shortens her stride when she gets nervous. Mm-hmm. Well, rather than, you know, yelling out, lengthen your stride, stay long, you know, stand up and stride out there so she can see it. You know, whatever it is, that's you know, the, the cue that, that's going to just help them connect the dots a little bit better. With your posture, with, right. your, with your hand. Yeah, yeah. If, if she bends at the waist when she's throwing a drop ball, and we know she shouldn't be doing that, or if she's you know, stepping way across her power line to try to throw a curveball, and we keep, know that that's... Your head, that keep that, your head up. Yeah, so instead of just yelling that out, we're demonstrating it, we're showing it, we're visually giving them a way to process what it is that we want. And so we're, we're asking you to, and again, to develop this stuff before the pressure is there, you yes. know, to, to have these tools in place to have this system in place before it's the bottom of the seventh inning and the winning runs at third base. And then we're screaming at the pitcher, we're screaming at the hitter, we're screaming at the base runner. Everybody's got so much verbal going on. We got chaos, yeah, that, that, that everybody's a wreck instead of you know that nice, calm, quiet, mentally focused feeling that we really want our players in general to have. No, I think that's uh, all very good stuff. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is kind of that difference maker, right? Well, I think yeah. it could be a huge difference maker. And I think it's something that, that if our coaches will incorporate this, they're going to see a big payoff. Just remember, if they hear it, they're going to forget it. And I don't care how enthusiastic you are. I don't care how eloquent you are. I don't care how many speeches you've given to thousands and thousands of people. You know, when you, know, you listen to the State of the Union address, I don't care how much you love the president 15 minutes after it's over. You don't remember anything they said. If you didn't read about it in the newspaper the next day, you wouldn't know anything they said. So what makes us think as coaches that when I tell you to keep your hands up or lengthen out your stride or charge the ball or whatever it is, uh, that that means it's going to stick. It just doesn't make sense. Practice it so we can implement it. Right. And and obviously, you know, I'd love for us to have more practice anyhow, but in practice now we've got to incorporate some of these things. You know, when you're working with a bullpen, a pitcher in a bullpen, Develop a couple of cues, a couple of visual things that you can use to communicate that are going to you know, fit this bill. When you're working with your hitters, come up with a couple of visual cues that are going to help them understand what it is that they really need to be doing and allow them to do it in a way that's just a little bit more effective. Don, that's going to wrap up number 137. Please check out the fastpitchprep.com website. That's where you can order your square cuts, training discs. Also have access to over 700 blogs and our YouTube channel. As always, we're looking for suggestions and uh, questions. So if you have something you would like us to talk about, again, everything fastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. And if you're in a position where you can, please become a patron, patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. So for Coach Don McKinley, our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.